What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 12 of the Feel for Football podcast and the final one of the season. It looks a little bit darker. You know, the lighting's a little bit different. Let me adjust that a little bit. And the reason why um, it's in the evening is because I'm filming, like, fresh off the FA Cup final. So I'm in a good mood. You know, Arsenal won. So I'm really happy about that. Sorry to all the Chelsea fans out there. But um, I'm more happy about it because of the the psychological and the physical performances and improvements that Arsenal's displayed, you know. And whilst we're on the, uh, the subject of Arsenal, I really want to focus um, on the, the, the idea that it's the end of the season. And after every season, I almost crown someone um, as the sub-maxer of the season, you know. And so um, <laughs> my bias is coming out this... Well, to be fair, last season... I gave it to Lucas Moura, you know, because he carried Tottenham throughout the Champions League and he was very pivotal and he made great impacts coming off the bench. So my bias is, you know, I'm biased in, in some degrees. But this season, I want to give the sub-maxer of the season to Emilio Martinez from Arsenal. Why do I want to give that to him? Because you know the story. The story's been highly publicised now, him being at a squad for a decade and not breaking into that team. So we already know what the concept of submax is. And when you really think about it, someone had to endure for a number of seasons, year in, year out, with minimal experiences being um, tossed to and fro on loans, which are great. But, you know, your aim is to, to get established in, and have a home as a first team. And Martinez had to endure that. And the reason why I want to give it to him in particular is because as a goalkeeper, you know, it's probably one of the harder positions to to break into the first team because there's only one spot available. You think of Ainsley Maitland-Niles, who, you know, at one point he um, said that he wanted to play centre mid. He was able to endure and kind of get his experience and play in positions in, in different places on the pitch. But you can't do that if you're um, Emmy Martinez. And he, you know, endured. And there was an interview that I'm going to put up on my um my page actually where he said during the lockdown he was working harder than ever and he gave these rationales why you know he said that um you know during a break like this and how the games will be happening every two to three days there is a chance that there could be injuries in the in the squad not that he was hoping for it and he said that it could happen and he wanted to make sure that he was ready you know, but think about it. There was no guarantee that Leno was going to be injured, but he made sure he was working extremely hard. He was working and training hard to a point where I believe his wife was even saying, like, why are you working so hard? Like, especially if you're not getting a game time, like, what are you doing? Let's chill. You don't even know when football's going to be back. But he believed and he worked to something and he got himself into a team. And to be honest, he's been amazing. Like, really, his handling's been great. And his handling has been so impressive from my analytical perspective to the point where you know he had to have been working on that. His handling has been superb. And so I want to credit to him. I want to credit him the, with the mindset and the, the determination and the motivation to keep going in training and working to, to get yourself to a point where you can change your narrative. And I credit him for when he got there, for actually working and changing and, and um, showcasing his talent. And I really hope that's a, a motivational um, message for you or whoever might be in a similar situation where it might be tough for you to break into that team and, you know, you're being tossed left and right and into loans. But 
you can use Martinez and his story and his example as a great um, testament and a great template and a blueprint for you to work towards um, showcasing or um, utilizing the the concept of submax. And to be honest, I might get a few critics saying, you know, it's only been two months, but I believe off the top of my head, he's got just as many clean sheets in the Premier League as Bert Leno. And that's not me saying he's better or anything, but he's done well in a short space of time and everything's um, shown within the last few games to, to support that. So congrats to Emmy Martinez. I'm going to try and contact you, my guys, you know, so I'm going to reach out to you, you know, hit me up. It'll be great to talk and give some inspiration to those that are listening and, you know, you're local, you're, you're, you're in London or, you know, just outside London. So let's make it happen, my guy. So I'm taking a bit of a personal route today, um, you know, because I, I was really excited about this episode and, and, you know, it hasn't worked out the way that I wanted it to. And maybe in hindsight now, when I'm reflecting on my own performances, I feel like maybe I should have scheduled this before the end of the season, this episode, because what I, but it was tough too, because I wanted to talk to a player who was struggling, or not struggling, but a player that was battling relegation and his team, you know, and you kind of got to wait for the end of the season to kind of speak about it. So I guess in some ways I was right to, to keep it this way, but... Um, I really wanted to speak to a player on the topic of challenge and speak to a player who was going through that, you know, and the things that we would be talking about, it would have been a really good extensive conversation. Um, but that's not possible. It's the end of the season, people are on holiday, people are, you know, want a break because pre-season is only a few weeks away. So yeah, credit to all the players that have been involved and been at a stage where there's been a high turnover of games. But let's talk about the topic today. So the last topic and the last episode of the season is crazy, is on challenge, right? And so, you know, let's let's kind of recap of the whole mental toughness now. So we've the first episode of mental toughness, we spoke about confidence, you know, and handling a long-term injury, you being able to handle difficult scenarios and being able to navigate that you know, without it affecting your confidence for you to stay true to the process and the journey for you to get to the desired um, destination. Then we went on to, or last week on control. So that means the other episode was on commitment, you know, and where I spoke to Henry Burnett, who was telling us about his journey through under 23s football, which you have to really... um, take responsibility in your own development you have to take responsibility in terms of you pushing yourself and um and growing as a player you know and um he he really broke that down um excellently so if you haven't heard that check that one out and then the episode after that was last week control you being able to um to see how much control you do have and being able to set the things you can't control and then today is challenge. You know, if you really think about you applying all of these strategies and, you know, some of the mental skills such as reframing, you know, um, you're really developing yourself to be able to resist some of these challenging things that are going to happen. So that's why this mental tough program is really essential because it might not be the situation that you're going through now, but it's going to be something that you're going to encounter at some point. So it's great that you have an audio um, platform that you can kind of revert back to, you know. Um, but what is challenge? And so challenge can be seen in different ways. And the good thing about that is there's, because there are different versions and different aspects, that can be different topics. But for today, we're going to look about how um, perception, 
and that's going to be very critical because if you think about mental toughness if you are not mentally tough and you are mentally fragile so to speak when challenging circumstances do come your way it, you know you're going to be seeing it as a threat for your development you're going to be seeing it as something that is going to be a block to either your progression or your success you know and or you're going to see it as a hindrance and so this is what we want to challenge in this episode today you know um, as time goes on we're going to give actual strategies in terms of different forms of challenge but first of all and this whole mental toughness program is all about what goes on in your mind first you know how you're interpreting information how you're computing that into behavior you know and so um yes the it the, the concept of challenge today is really looking at how you perceive challenging scenarios there's two ways you can do it as simple as it sounds it's, it's not as simple to apply so as i say it so blase so to speak don't think it's something that's just easy to uh, to apply um, instantaneously. So when a challenging scenario do does come, there are two ways that we can go about it. You can interpret it as a, a threat or you can interpret it as a challenge and, and an opportunity for growth. And so again, um, I really do encourage players to, to have a, a planner because sometimes it's good for things to be, for you to manage things in your head, but as you get it down, you're able to kind of like navigate through those challenges and navigate through those thoughts a lot better if you are getting it down so you know let's just say you i don't want to um let's use a situation as you not getting the game time so let's even use emmy martinez as an example today so you know you're not getting the game time um arsenal just purchase um the german number two you know second to 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 um Neuer, who some people debate whether he's better than Neuer or not. So you're at the club now, the, the first team um, goalkeeper who's just retired, Petr Cech. You're thinking this might be your opportunity. The coach might have told you it might be a bit more of an opportunity for you. And then along comes a signing. Another keeper comes into your team. And so how do you perceive that experience where your game time is now uh, potentially jeopardised, right? So you can either perceive that as a threat to your development, a threat to your opportunity to play, a threat, you know, for you to progress in your career, or you could see it as an opportunity for growth. Okay, now let's cast our minds back to 2018 now where Emmy Martinez now, where Leno just signed. Now, again, like I can compute this all in my head, but it might just be a little bit easier for you to, to write this down. So I'm just going to do it here just to show you how easy it is for you to like transfer challenging scenarios on paper and, and work around that. So I'm just writing down in the middle here, um, uh, new goalkeeper signed, right? So, you know, what does that mean for you? So really and truly what you do have to do is accept the reality the reality is he may be first choice all right so there's two ways that you can interpret this is either you're going to be seeing it as a threat and that you're not going to get no game time or you can see it as an opportunity so let's just acknowledge what the threat is is that i will be benched for the season the season i will have no opportunity to progress 
I will, you know, I won't improve. I won't get the game time that I need. The challenge could be is that, do you know what? This could improve my communication with the coach to find out what he needs, to find out what maybe but Leno is not doing. Um, I could find out if there's opportunities for me to have regular game time. So maybe that's when you might negotiate or be told that you're going to be getting the game time in the cup games. So what does that mean for an opportunity for you to grow? Um, it's ensuring that you may be researching some of the penalty takers in every single round of your competition. So you're becoming almost like a penalty specialist. You know, someone like um, uh, Willie Caballero has developed a reputation of being great at penalties. Um, and so you maybe you could see that as an, an example or a reference point for you to become someone like him, you know, to improve yourself and develop and become a keeper that is very um, astute in cup competition. So that's a challenge in itself. Can I become almost like a cup legend, you know, the penalty saving master, you know, and so... Um, that could be an opportunity for Emmy Martinez once he realises that he's going to be getting game time, you know, um, in cup games. What else could he be doing? He could be making sure, um, identifying some of the key areas of goalkeeping and what he thinks that are easy to, for you to kind of lose if you're not getting the game time, such as handling, for an example. So, you know, if you're not getting your game time, maybe handling might be the thing that could be easy for you to kind of like, be less sharp on when you do get yourself in a competitive scenario. So why don't this become an opportunity for you to grow and almost work on perfecting that that um, hand like handling? You know, maybe in training you might want to make it make it a lot more realistic for you, where you got players barging you. You know, you got players that are very physical with you, which would probably reflect um, the environment of a cup competition. You know, so those are things that you could really break down and write down here. And, and I haven't written this down just yet, but if I'm writing down, I'm gonna work, you're gonna work on your handling, you know, you're gonna be researching penalty kick takers on every round, you know, um, you're gonna kind of brainstorm some of the areas that are very vital um, for a goalkeeper in games, pardon me, and um, identify the ones that you're, you know, are easier for you to lose sharpness on and develop that and create action plans for you to develop those areas in the games that you're, you know, you're, you're getting less game time and it's very almost cheesy and, and cringy in some ways to say, yeah, okay, we're going to use this and take the positive out of it. It's kind of repetitive. It's kind of like a loose statement. However, when someone says that, even if you have a friend who says that, okay, what are the positives? Identify that, you know, and really once you identify the, the positives, okay, so what do I need to do to make that a positive? We say it as, as, um, it's so cliche that we say that, that we take the positives out of it. But from that statement, there are about 10 things that needs to be done from that. And I'll just kind of say this as I conclude. So, you know, if someone says, oh, I just want to take the positives out of that, it's either your duty for yourself to say that, or if someone else says that, to identify what those positives are. Once that's done, it's then about identifying what can you do to make that positive become a reality. And that's where you're changing your narrative. And that's where the element of mental toughness in the form of challenge comes from, where you're seeing the, the challenging circumstances or you know the, the tough situation and you're making it an opportunity for growth. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm pretty much done. I feel like that's a couple of gems that I just gave you there. But to be fair, um, I think what is a great prerequisite is for you to be reflective. You know, always thinking about yourself and how things are going for you. Um, 
you know, how your development is going. And sometimes it's easy for us when we look at that is to make an excuse for ourselves as to why we didn't get to certain places in our careers. And so maybe extract that and, you know, see um, this scenario that has stopped you from maybe excelling to where you want to get to and identify the areas for growth from that. So let me try and give you an example um, that's football related. Jesse Lingard now, he's come out and he's, you know, said that he was struggling with his mental health, which is which is great um, that he's come out to say that. But how can you use that experience now as, as an opportunity for growth? Him speaking. Maybe he has someone on his team that is supporting him uh, mentally, you know, a, a sports psychologist, so to speak. You know, like what opportunities for growth can you take from this scenario that he really has been struggling with? And I don't know he's, he's the ins and outs of his... Um, experiences at the moment but that's something that he can definitely do so he can work to empower himself and so guys like you know even let's just think of the sub max so we spoke about emmy martinez i want to talk about the the other subjects that was on injuries how can you use the the experience of injuries how can you use the experience of being at under 23s how could you use the the experience of you um i don't know who knows but there are so many factors, or even you just not being um, losing a contract, so to speak, and that's a real devastating, you know, scenario, long-term injury. And um, I really, I really hope that this is something that you can apply, and it's important for you to apply. It's important for you to really note things down. You know, it's easy for you to even everyone here, I'm sure, would agree that they they need diaries just to keep track of things. Well, you need a mental planner. You need a mental diary. It's so important. And um, it's just good for you to work and strategize. And it's good for your brain to visually see things too. So I really hope that from the restart that these episodes have been of great value to you. You know, um, I'm going to sit back down and almost analyze myself in the same way that I encourage athletes to do. To 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 work and improve the podcast and make it um, a lot more efficient and and you know, groundbreaking for you guys, have visions to take this to a point where it reaches a wider audience, um, you know, it reaches, uh, you know, greater level of athletes, athletes in different countries. And so um, I'll be strategizing just the way that I preach it as well. And hopefully you'll be able to see the, the benefits from that as well. So listen, take care. I appreciate you guys being with me throughout the journey and see you next season.